Welcome. To Arcade Audio. week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is the other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. We're really going to do this back to back to not only ourselves, it's but, your the, idea. but the people it's your at home. It's your idea. You have to sit here you and go listen to, bed. to us talk. It's 10.30. About... I have to be asleep. <laughs> not, not I have to be awake. I, I have to be asleep right now. We're going to do this? Okay. Well... Spoiler just like every alert, other episode. <laughs> well, and also just like us last night when we were watching this movie. Oof. It is still September 9th, Happy birthday, Tope. That's right. We're recording because Tope's way he gets to hear us. He's not listening to this. That way he gets to... Yeah. You know. I do if have to point Augie out... If Augie listens to this episode... If Augie listens to this show, Tope listens to this show. So Augie did recently listen to an episode of Mary of the Movies. When did he... I'm in the group chat I couldn't remember. If, I couldn't remember which chat it was. I got so many chats with so many different people. Yeah, but I just talked behind team. everybody's back. Yeah, we know, bro. <laughs> but you say the shit right to my face, so it's the it's same true. Chat what, as what, what episode did they listen to where he was making a comment about what? I don't know. We said something about him in it. I'm pulling. I'm, I'm scanning through all the videos. If you're new here, every single week we talk about our lives. We talk about the random movies that we watch. Um, Oh, here oh, it was. It was, be- it was when he was asking a banking question, and he asked me instead of you, and you got so offended. Was that it? Yes, because <laughs> it was specifically about the bank that I work for. <laughs> and he's and like, you told him, you should call me because he works for that bank. And, and he said, for the record, I've aged well, but definitely not as well as Back to the Future. Oh, right. And, and then, then he got a fourth of the way through the King of Comedy podcast. Before it wasn't, he thought it was the original Kings of Comedy, With the stand-up Hughley, movie. Cedric the Entertainer. And, and I wrote, else. also now that I know you're listening, we have to be careful what we talk about. Uh, so said, there nah, goes, fuck it. There goes half of it. He doesn't give a fuck. He ain't listening. He ain't listening to the "A Simple Wish" episode unless he thinks it's that band. In which, in that case, it's a simple plan, Augie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a concert movie. Okay, I'll listen to this one. Uh, yes, yeah, so we don't have much. This is probably gonna be a quicker episode because we just recorded and talked about everything. And also, there's a lot to talk about on this movie. Not so not spoiler. This movie. Something I do want to point out. So, uh, this point in the episode, we always talk about things that we're watching at the moment or things we've watched. Recap two things I didn't mention last week's episode that I'm currently doing that I enjoy. Um, Pluto TV. If you fucking start talking about, it, I'm gonna get so mad. I'm gonna get so fucking mad. I'm gonna get so mad. Channels, I'm gonna get so mad on this show. A 24-hour Survivor channel and a 24-hour Amazing Race channel, which are my two favorite t- reality. We shows. We talked about a couple weeks ago on my the my two episode. favorite television shows. I, uh, 
See, reality got put in a different ballpark than the other shows. My two favorite reality shows are Survivor and Amazing Race. Two best shows on TV ever. So I've been watching a lot. The- two shows I've been dying to go. I'm not going to let you talk about them. <laughs> two shows I've been dying to go on since their inception. I've seen every episode of Survivor. Well, what about the Amazing Race? I have seen every episode of you Survivor. You fucked up our since audition, so it's You funny. wrote a too long audition. Why? If we had 30 seconds, why would you write a 45-second script? We had a minute and a half, and you couldn't talk quick enough. I'm like, Sorkin, man. You got to get through that dialogue. <laughs> I've seen every episode of Survivor since the beginning. I went to a season finale Party oh man, you're so cool! For the so first cool. season, I was, and I have a collectible Survivor mug that I still have. My mom has them. They're two. We have two of them. Uh, I am cool because now you're the one who's talking about how oh, it's on Pluto TV. I gotta watch twenty four hours of Survivor. Well, it's it's, it's very good show to watch. Uh-huh. I'm not going to yeah. a fucking party for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm watching a lot of season like one through five of the Amazing Race. They I don't play you. the finales. Serves you fucking right. Serves you right. So check Serves that out. Right. Just check out Pluto TV in general. Bag. Same thing with Tubi. Tubi's got a lot of great uh, riff tracks. So does Pluto TV riff tracks and uh, Mystery Science Theater, where they replay a lot of them. You can actually get them on demand. Take off Tubi. these emojis out of your name. And my contacts. Good. I shouldn't have emojis anyway. It's a stupid thing. Just have my name. I just have you as wifey. Yeah, I'm going to change it. Stupid to, too. I'm going to change it to Christopher Mullen. I'm going to change yours to Ball and Chain. Uh, also recently bought something I was excited for and got a good deal on when it first came out. The remastered Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 for PS4. Uh, I used to be so good at this game, and I suck now. Uh, just so, like everything else in your life. See, I'm going to change it to just Christopher. Cool, good for you. I don't give a fuck how I am in your phone. You see- but- You're the one who made me change it to hubby. I had it as Chris, and you're like, oh, I have you and his wifey. <laughs> no one told you now. to do that. No one told you to do that. So check out that. There's a learning curve to it, because there's two extra buttons, and I don't remember what I'm doing, but Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, big part of my childhood. Everything's a big fucking part of your childhood. I had what? a great childhood. I wasn't just chained to a couch watching The Wizard of Oz all day long. So why are you such a terrible adult? Today's episode. I still am a Don't little... Don't get closer to the mic and sniff into it. Still, I still have Jeez, some you're not congestion. Tony fucking Montana. What are you doing? I still got some congestion here. You are congestion. Today's like episode was randomly drawn out of our box. It is a simple wish, a movie neither one of us had seen before, correct? The yeah, reason now, we I didn't this watch movie, this shit. The, re- the reason we own this movie, and we've talked about it in the past... Uh, I have bought several of these, like, five, ten, eight movie sets because there's, like, three or four movies. I'm like, oh, I really want... Because I really wanted Cop and a Half. I really wanted Ghost Dad. I really wanted King Ralph. And I really wanted Ed. And because of that, we've had to watch two movies that we had never seen before. Cloak and Dagger was on this. And now we watched A Simple Wish. So it's a byproduct, but it's also perfect for the podcast because these random movies come up and then we get to talk about them and laugh and have a good time. So today's episode is A Simple Wesh, A Simple Wesh, which is a great start to me reading the back of the box. A Simple Wish. Oh good, it's nice and short. Look like one paragraph. Look at that. How easy that is. When Annabelle, Mara Wilson, wishes for a fairy godmother, her wish takes the form of a magical misfit Murray, played by Martin Short 
who helps to rescue her dad and thwart a wicked witch, Kathleen Turner. Thwart a wicked witch. You kind of stumbled a little bit there. You kind of stumbled a little bit there. I'll give it to you because you're right. (laughs) Fuck, motherfucker. That was like 20 words. I'm I'm still up three. Every 50 episodes, we have a reading challenge about the movie we're watching. Whoever wins gets to watch a film, a bad film franchise of their choice. The word thwart. Because it, yeah. It was... thwart, thwart a wicked witch. Thwart, it sounds like a Ron Burgundy line. The human torch was the night a bank loan when he thwarted a wicked witch. I was also too busy just planning on having to talk about Kathleen Turner. So, I had never heard of this movie before. When you pulled it out of the box, we were like, huh? What? We had no idea what it was. Um... And I still don't. It came out in 97, I believe. I think this is Mara Wilson's next to last film. Well, this movie came out right after Matilda. Yeah, it came out a year after. It came uh, out before the Thomas the Trank Engine movie that she yeah, did. Yeah, but this was... Tank. Th- not Tr- Josh Trank. Thomas the Tank Engine. This Sorry. was right after her mother passed away from Correct. cancer. It was when, when this movie was filming and when it came out. So, um, yeah, she didn't, she didn't last too long after this. But she's actually pretty... Not famous, but she's still popular online. She's like a writer and a blogger, and she's like appears like a commentator and sure. like entertainment shows and stuff. Um, seems to be a cool gal. It's not a good sign when the opening credits annoy me as much as they do. So the credits start, and like all the words are jumbled, and like hilarities ensuing with like the letters bouncing around and having to form like the correct phrases mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I'm like, Oh God, this is just going to be something, isn't it? And then the movie has to test me immediately because of how Martin short it is. Mm-hmm. Have we done a Martin short movie yet? Oh, we have. He's a former MVP on this podcast for father of the bride part two. Mm-hmm. Martin short is either full blown Martin short or passable Martin Short. And in this, he is full-blown Martin Short. It's... We talked about it last week on the Turbo episode. Are you going to just be on your phone the whole time? Or are you going to engage in conversation with me? I, what, I mean, what do you want me to say? I, I'm just... I was letting I'm, you make your point. I'm talking, waiting for you to, to, to talk to me. I was talking. Yeah, was that word. Uh... I'm waiting for a kid's movie lately on this podcast to not treat children like idiots. Yeah, we talked about that. And not treat parents and adults like suckers. Yeah, we talked about that last week where that that doesn't happen. It's starting to get to me. <laughs> Your own fucking fault. Why'd you have to buy these shitty ass fucking back. shitty ass fucking movies? Because who wants to watch those fucking shitty movies that you wanted? Now you stuck with all these other ones. It's just nonsense. Yeah, you fell for it. These are all your favorite. Thi- oh, I watched this a lot when I was a kid. But the difference is my favorite is, thing when I was a kid. Okay, I mean the difference. The difference is the other movies are just like are so bad or so cheesy that they're fun and good. This is just bad, bad. This is just... Bad, 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 bad. Bad, 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 bad. The movie starts with Martin Short taking his fairy godmother test and a room full of these old biddies. Man, that was just... It's like the whole credit sequence. It's like five minutes of Martin Short, like, 
ripping his test with his pencil and falling out of his chair. It was a, it They're was, trying to cheat and sneeze. It's just like the worst ugh. physical comedy. It was bad. It just puts the worst taste in your mouth just to start. And then, boom, right into what? Sad dead mom family. And, and that must have been hard for her. Sure, that, sure, sure, that sure. It's really hard for her to film that with her just being fresh off of her mom dying. Let me be up front right here. I hate doing this as early as always. Mara Wilson's my MVP of the movie. She is, 100%. I think she's very good. She's really good in She's this, a really good kid actress. She is, and especially when you consider the content of this and what she went through in her personal life and the fact that she was as happy-go-lucky in this movie as she was Yeah. when her mom had just died. And, like, there were stories of... Her behavior on set, she's like, I was a terror. Like, I was awful on I set. I believe it. I'm like, that's fucking, you go, girl. Well, yeah, because if you, if you gotta be, if you have to be in a, a movie that's as bad as this is in the first place, and supposed to be this, like, shining light, and have this kid with such a good imagination, a good energy, and your mom just died, and in the story, you have a dad who's raising you. She was 10. Shit. Fuck that. Yeah. She's she, a bitch younger than us. She born in yeah. July July 87. Yeah, I know. I was going to point that out. I forgot. Yeah, she's younger than us. Um, okay. Yeah, she, she, she has really good line delivery. She's really charismatic. She doesn't, like, she doesn't put up with any shit. <laughs> like, she gives it back to Martin mm-hmm. Short a little bit. She has, you know, good fire in in her, but also she's still a child and you feel that warmth and that energy yeah, from her yeah. and that innocence. She reminds me a lot of Jillian in this, like, I, or how I imagine how she's going to be. I hope she's not a little punk ass little brat. I hope she's not an idiot and goes off with a, a mysterious man who's claiming he's a fairy godmother to Nebraska, but that's neither here nor there. But yeah, she seems to be very good. She is, she is. But I think that we say that about all the things that she's in. I mean, she's just got that talent. I think if she didn't stop acting, she would be... I don't know about that. Very... Doing very well. I do. I think so. I mean, because look. Look at the movie. Mrs. Doubtfire. She's a, she's a kid actor in Mrs. Doubtfire. She's she, five she in Mrs. Doubtfire. But she very much is a kid actor in that. She's better in Matilda. I, I think but that again, she gets better as she goes on. So just imagine sure. where she'd be now if she'd been acting the last 20 years. Sure. I think it's also the parts that she had and stuff. What do you want a five-year-old to do? I know. Let's see how she's... Can she do Rambo? Then let's test her metal. I don't know. Fucking no. Jesus. Uh, she's about all the positive I have to say about this. So, the bare bones, because I know if you're listening, you've never fucking watched this movie before. Uh, her father is like a carriage driver in New York City. He's an aspiring actor. He might be banging Opera his agent. Scene. I don't know. No, yeah, yeah, they were fucking. Oh, cool. They said it in the good, movie. Good Did you him. not pay attention? Not really. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Do you I, think... to- I totally Samantha this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I have hardly any fucking notes. All right, I'm done with uh, my life goal. I'm now a verb, so I'm done with my life. Thank I was like, we were so watching much. this last night, and, and pull, pull out the curtain. We didn't have a good night yesterday. We were arguing about just like because we're married, just about life. like legitimately not on the podcast. We, when this is off, we legitimately argue yeah. with each other, like yelling, crying. She told me how good that cheese was. <laughs> I was on the other day on Pluto TV, and I was. I was you gonna, watched it without me. It was just on Pluto TV. You just watched it without I can't me. Pause. You just you just decided just not to do some it. Some good ass TV. She told me how good the TV was. Uh, but we were having an argument, and Jillian wasn't being the best. 
So, like, we, we're already wasting, like, too much time in our night. And I was like, well, this movie's 90 minutes. Let's just throw it on. Let's not waste time. Let's just get this done. Let's just do something that will have us not, not have talk to talk to each other. other and be in agony. That's, that's honestly the reason why we do this show, is so we don't have to talk to each other for at least two hours a, a week. Well, unfortunately, this time was only 90 minutes. Um, I wish it was longer. Why do I even... We should just watch the movies. Let's not even talk about them. <laughs> I'll go in the other room. Let's just watch them. <laughs> Let's not even talk about it. Let, I don't want to interact with you any longer. Uh, it's going to get really awkward if we do end up getting divorced and, like, hating each other. Like, this should Oh, it's fine. Really I, I've signed contracts. Like, you're not anywhere on it, so the show's mine, so you're fine. Um, I already have plans for that, by the way. Uh, going on dates with movies. <laughs> like, you could. It would be easy. Actually, creatively, I'd be at my peak. So, That's the only thing you'd be at your peak at. The dad's going on auditions for Broadway. He's really good, quote unquote. I thought he sucked. <laughs> I thought he was like, yeah. oh, like, like yeah. a little Russell Crowey. Does that make sense? Like, he can sing. It does, but you're not a very good judge, so I'm not going to go with your opinion. Don't touch me. Right on your foot. Don't write on my foot. I'll kick you in the face. So. Going on dates with movies. You wish. <laughs> she wants. Him to be Jerking a star. Jerking off the movies, she, more like it. <laughs> Actually, it's a really good concept as well. It'd be much shorter episodes. So, what? How does it ever explain how Murray gets into her room? Uh, he's a fairy godmother. He just appears. Right, but how is he like assigned to her? It's it's the the areas. Yeah, they went over it. <laughs> I missed how that. How did you not pay attention when Kathleen Turner's like gotta find the wand? Oh, it's from my old stomping grounds, the East District. Let me talk about to the 25 children in I'm this like, district. I'm like, what are they lying to? That's the book that Amanda Plummer had before she had to pee. That's the book she was reading from. What is it? The list of the kids, and they had the kids. What is this, District assigned. 5 lines? Is, is, is yes. Adam Banks a, a wizard now, too? No, no, he's assigned to the other one. Oh, he's the hawk still? Okay, the great. Uh, so he's her fairy godmother, and she gets one wish, and her wish is for her dad to get the part that he auditioned for, because he's got a callback. And hilarity ensues, because Murray is a fuck-up, and Kathleen Turner's an evil witch, who turns the head witch, Ruby D into fucking one-dimensional. One dimensional. She poisons Terry Gar with an apple. Listen to the names I'm saying, by the way. This is a good-ass cast. Good ass guy. Kathleen Turner, Martin Short, Mara Wilson, uh, Terry Gar, Ruby D, Amanda Plummer, uh, whoever her fucking dad is. Who I know he was on Murphy Brown for a while. He's passed away from a drug overdose. Uh, you know, good cast. I just hate these bumbling idiot movies. Like they're so hard to watch and root for because they're just so. It's just this awful snowball effect of. Everything goes wrong. And it doesn't even have, like, a moment in this where, like, he does something right. And there's, like, a heart-to-heart. And, like, you kind of feel a root for the character. There's no background to him. You don't know, oh, you know, he was dropped as a child. I don't fucking know. Right. He was abandoned and this is the only thing he ever wanted to be. Give him a reason for it. No, he's just a weird guy who wants to be a fairy godmother. And he doesn't do anything right until, like, the very, very end. And even still, he barely gets it right. And everything lives happily ever after the end. Like, why do I want to watch that movie? Right. Like, that. there's nothing interesting about that. Because there's no drama, there's no suspense, there's no emotional attachment. 
There's there's none of it. And thank God it was short. Uh, thank God, like I said, there's 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 not much. There's more bad CGI. Some 1997 CGI frogs exiting this bad, good, that, fad actor's mouth. That was other. That was otherworldly shit. Like that was terrible. Like I didn't expect a lot from this movie. I didn't expect that from this movie. A guy burping frogs out of his mouth. Vomiting frogs. Vomiting's more like it, yeah. And it was like it wasn't like they were. Tiny. They were massive. Yeah, full frogs. Full frogs. Full frog very window. Full froggle nudity. Full froggle with Samantha B. Um <laughs> Yeah, that was bad. I thought that the father actor was better than this other dude that they had though. Like, you know. Um man, but and then there was like the Cinder all of like the fairy tale overlay and stuff. I was like, oh. well, that, I think that's partially why I missed that because like the scene where like they're at the, I was gonna say Nambla. <laughs> that's wrong. That's the North American Made Boy Lovers. I'm <laughs> aware, but do you know? Oh man, that's so funny that you brought that up. What? <laughs> no, it's not. I have coworkers who didn't know that that was a thing until. I told them about it a few weeks ago. And I I'm was seeing like, fucking stars. I'm like, what? How? I'm like, how did you not know that was a thing? They're like, I didn't know. The South Park episode well, covered it. Well, the South Park episode, I was like, and I watch a lot, a lot of Law & Order SVU. I'm like, it's like a legit thing. And I guess they've been in the news lately because they're like They're trying to claim, yeah, to, it's horseshit. To claim that it's like a, a disorder or whatever. And I'm like, what? Like, I'm like, how do you not know, though? Like... Nambla, and I, so I, I just think that's so funny that you brought it up, because I was like, it's so out of my periphery. like, I'm like, I don't even pay any attention to that, because I think it's hogwash, but... Sure, no, it, it's, it, that's the, the absolute, tamest word you can call it. Absolute hogwash. But I, I saw, like, NAVGA, and I'm like, what the fuck is right. NAVGA? And it's the, the, the like, the North National American Association of Fairy Fa- Godmothers Association, I don't no, know. No, North American... Assist- they didn't have any... North... They didn't have any International Fairy Godmothers up in this bitch? Uh, it was the, uh... National Association of Fairy Godmothers of America. Of America, <laughs> maybe I. That's I, what it was. It doesn't matter. It's just Ruby D and what a bunch does... of old women walking through a bunch of exposition I don't care about to build up to Kathleen Turner and Amanda Plummer coming in, and everyone tarnishing their legacy as they just spout pages of bullshit, giving us the backstory as to why Kathleen Turner's evil. And what she's doing, and what her ga- her goals and her aims are. North American Fairy Godmothers Association. I was right. Oh, okay. I should never listen to you. I was right. Well, I just assumed that it there wasn't was... international. It's just the North American brand. Sequel. Simple wishes. Ooh. Write it up. No. I th- I bet we could. I bet. No. We could get Ruby D. I think she'd passed recently. We could still get her. We can get Kathleen Turner. Kathleen Look Turner. up a picture of Kathleen Turner right now, by the way. Yeah, she she. She's 66. No, that, that is actually, no, look up a, Catholic, a picture of Kathleen Turner in like 2020. Uh, th- in her defense, she's got like a thyroid thing or something. Yeah, she does. So she, way to go. Way to, to go, man. I'm building up to something. She used to be like one of the hottest, hottest. actresses. Yes. Both in terms of star power and in terms of actual, yeah, not great. Though. Her presence though, but her presence, when she comes in, she's that villain, her presence... 
I mean, this this was this was. She's not the LVP. She's not the LVP, but I just think that she brings it. She's not giving. She's not giving much, but she's not given a lot to work with. But she's she does best with it. She's got. I like her things with the mirror. I love this mirror, and I I just like. She's mean to Amanda Plummer, so that immediately gets me happy. She, I just love. I just love Kathleen Turner. I just, I just the reason think I brought she's it a up fantastic was, actress. She deserves a lot of the praise that she's gotten. She doesn't get much work nowadays. Not she nowadays, also had health but, troubles and she had like personal problems and whatnot. Yeah, uh, but, I know she was in the Dumb and Dumber sequel and she was Freda cool. Felcher in that. Cool. And I don't know if it's in the script or if Jim Carrey ad-libs it, but there was a story where the first time she's introduced, like they don't know who she is yet. So he come up to her and he goes, excuse me, sir. And she just loses it. Like, she thinks it's hilarious. And they're like, okay, she's down to have fun. And I'm like, okay, at least she can laugh at herself well, that I mean, she's... But, but, yes. But then also think about, like, the movies that she's done. Like, it's not like she hasn't done comedy movies. But that's and... different. That seemed, that could be, that could cross into, like, a personal dig. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I guess. But I don't know. I, I feel like she's, like... A she's bitch, with it. Like, she's hip. She, yeah, she's like a hip bitch. Like she, she knows. Hip bitch, Barry Windham. <laughs> hip bitch, Barry Windham. Um, I mean, she. I mean, she was like, she was fucking serial mom. Like, sure, you know sure, what sure, I mean? sure. Like this movie, I think, hurts so many people's legacy. Uh, the only, the only thing I gathered in that like five or ten minute stretch of them talking all their bullshit about whatever their association is, is that every movie Amanda Plummer's in, she has to pee. I don't know if that was supposed to be a ha-ha Easter egg or whatnot. No, it's not. I told you already. It's in her contract. That's uh, what she could do that on demand. Amanda Plummer. She could pee on demand. Who is uh, psst, psst. Honey Bunny in psst, Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Who we argued during the Pulp Fiction podcast, and I've argued with other people, uh, namely Spencer and I've had this discussion, Spencer Hamilton from Podswoggle. Blueberry favorite, Pie. Favorite movie is also Pulp Fiction. Who the actual worst part of Pulp Fiction is? Is it Maria de Medeiros or yes. is it Amanda Plummer? Uh, we agreed on Maria de Medeiros. Uh, most everybody else is Amanda Plummer. Uh, mostly for how over the top she is and her reactions in that final diner scene. Specifically, I have you pee. okay? But have you ever talked to a woman? Have you talked to a woman? <laughs> no, that's my no. question. Okay, so then, so then your all your arguments are invalid. Because you don't understand. It's not the same when a woman has to pee. The emotions that are going through a woman's body uh, gonna, are completely different. I talk about how unrealistic it is that somebody would go, Will you give me oral pleasure? <laughs> That's what I thought you were talking about. You talk to a woman, they don't say that. <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to mention. Oh, I cannot wait to listen to these episodes of Dating with Movies. I cannot <laughs> wait. <laughs> Woo! All right, moving on. Going on dates with movies, excuse me? Uh, Whatever it is, I'm going to laugh my ass yeah, off when so, all these women say that to you and you die laughing because all you think about is blueberry pie. I'm going to I'm gonna no affect your life. Give me oral pleasure. Okay, that's great. What's your score for Capote? <laughs> Will you give me oral pleasure? You uh, want Percy, I can. That's not my thing. <laughs> uh... So Amanda Plummer's character is a dog in this, but she's a human who gets turned into a dog. Was she formerly a dog? I don't think they ever say. Oh, good. Gotta leave it open for interpretation. Yeah. Uh, but then she has to pee, and that's the only thing I took from that whole scene. There's so much, like, slapstick, ha, 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 like, Martin Short flailing over things. Like that I said, was the bulk of the comedy in this, was that physical comedy of him flailing, or the shub 
Booey! The the Rip Taylor rest yeah. in peace, Rip Taylor. Oh, I have a simple wish under a pile of men, oh. Um It Lives and Dies by If You Like That or Not. And I'm for it if it's clever or funny. It's but not. when it's dumbed down for children. It's not that great. I think he has a couple quick little like one-liners, like when he's interacting with people. My favorite line in this. You have a favorite line in this. I can't yeah. wait. You were confusedly good. I don't remember what context that was in. It, when the, when the father auditioned and the guy who was casting it oh, the was impressed. The director was impressed. He's like, you were confusingly good. I like the director. I liked, I liked him. I thought he brought a lot to it because you could tell he was wanting the best for his show. I just thought he he did a good job. I, I, like I liked the reaction. I liked the reaction. I liked, yeah, I, I liked that I liked little him. bit. I liked I liked everything kind of like about the play, like the dickhead actor and yeah, like being a prima yeah, donna yeah. and the wish finally having the, sh- the the play, the musical looked like it fucking it blows. It was Les Mis. What do you mean? Like I said, it looked like it fucking blows. Uh, the songs and the whole setup just looked ridiculous, but it kind of gets lost in the midst of all this ridiculous where they're at school and uh, she tries the to fix teacher. the wand. Oh, the teacher's God. over the top and then they get... Uh, they get sent to Nebraska. That scene with Dwayne, where this is back to back all time bad scenes in this podcast history, with like the interaction with the guy at the, at the was it a gas station or a hotel? The motel. The motel. It was the Plaza Motel. Oh right, because he's trying to go to the Plaza Hotel. Got it. Duh. Hotel Motel. Holiday, Holiday Inn. Inn. <laughs> yeah, my favorite part is when Chingy showed up. Um... Right there. Is that correct? Was it ho- uh, Alexa? It's Holiday Who Inn. Who sings the song Holiday Inn? It's Chingy. Is it? Holiday Inn is by Elton John. No. That answer your question? No, that's not the that song we're of. Alexa. It's... Ho- Play it's, ho- Alexa. It's Chingy and Ludacris. Play Holiday Inn by Chingy. Here's Holiday Inn. Explicit by Chingy, Ludacris... Didn't I say that? Alexa, who's Chingy? According to Wikipedia, Howard Bailey Jr., better known by his stage name Chingy, is... Oh, she didn't say it as funny that time. Alexa, stop. Alexa, stop. (laughs) Um, That scene's just so bad, because he's wearing, like, some of the guy's shirts, and then he's... Spitting, spitting tobacco. And then he becomes a rabbi. Then he gets into it's a giant real confusing. <laughs> I was very confused. Out of context, that sounds like such shit. And then they get back. In the, context, that sounds like such shit. What are you talking about? The dad gets turned into like a big gold statue. The horse gets turned into a mouse. Ha ha he he. The climax of the movie, where like they're like at the the fairy godmother place, and it's just not fun. They're fighting with the magic. It's just, yeah, like, the magic fights are are not exciting. The, the, everything's anticlimactic. I think I hate bad children's entertainment more than anything. Because it's lazy. People think they can treat children like idiots. And it makes me think of Mr. Rogers. Where Mr. Rogers' whole thing was like, don't talk down to children. Right. Don't dumb it down for children. They're people. Like, 
talk to them like you would want to be talked to. Just talk to them in a way that they can understand you. And that's not what movies like this do. Movies like this thinks, oh, things fall and flay around and man makes funny noises and voices and children see big, dumb, stupid things happen. They'll be entertained. Well, that's why babies like their dads. Anyway. uh, (laughs) Just kidding. No, I'm done for today. I was just kidding. You know you're big and dumb. You don't have to get upset about it. Um, I agree. I agree with you. It's, it's hard to watch. Don't get such, don't be such a bitch, man. Film! I pride myself in being fun and... You are fun and dumb and stupid looking. That's why I... It's different. I do it with a certain panache. Okay. There's there's wit and there's smarts behind what I do. Is there? You think when I sit on this floor with Jillian and I throw a s- tall spiky ball up in the air and go boom when it hits my head and I pretend to be hurt, that's not hilarious on many levels. It's hilarious to me. Because it's me getting hurt. Yeah, I know. I laugh every time you do. Why'd you have to take this to such a personal level? I was just kidding, bro. Chill the fuck out. You were saying. What was I saying? You interrupted me. I was saying that I agree with you, actually, so it's probably a good thing you interrupted me. I agree with you. I think that, that um, that's a, a good note for children's entertainment. Unfortunately, I think it's something that we're going to have to deal with, that yep. these concepts are going to be dumbed down, and it's going to be more about the physical, um, stupid comedy rather than, like, actual funny bits. Are you really upset? No, I'm fine. Okay, Samantha. Um, so, but, you know, uh, I wrote a bunch of scenes, like the terrible audition scene, uh, douchebag brother, uh, talked about... Let's get into the brother. I was like, and I was like, forced ballet dancing, I was like, what am I watching? Like, it just seemed like this movie all together, before we get into the acting, this movie seemed all together, it's just like a hodgepodge of scenes and ideas that and did, ideas that they just mashed together and it did not flow. Yeah, and shitty bare bones plot. Yeah, and I thought that, that that was just a bad way to treat a movie that had the potential, because like you said, it had a good cast. Mm-hmm. had the potential to be something, but magic, it was nothing. Magic is also such a lazy, a lazy crutch in kids' movies to just put nonsense on yes. screen Yes. Just be like, oh, here's somebody like they can't stop tap dancing. Here's somebody yeah. that's flat as a piece of paper. Here's like it's it's fucking here's frog barfs. Like Yeah, yeah. It it's it's stupid. There's no it's not whimsical. It's simple. And a simple wish. Well, it sure is. So I hate this fucking kid. This kid, though, he's the worst. He's a bad kid. You recognize this kid, right? Yeah, I know this kid. This is the kid from Kazam. This is the kid from Kazam. This might be one of the worst child actors of all time. He's still getting work. So he's probably he's obviously not that bad then. He's not that bad. I'm gonna pull up this motherfucker. Man, this guy looks so different. Right? He's like a bald tattooed dude, right? He's got tattoos on his face. On his face? Is it Post Malone? It's not Post Malone, but he got tattoos on his face. Look. He does. 
Oh my god. Yeah, he was well, on. Look, a... Wait, look, look at this. Look, it's this picture of him with like his. Tattoos. And it's gonna be him as a kid, isn't it? Nailed it. <laughs> uh, he plays Weevil on Veronica Mars. I don't know what that means. Uh, but yeah, he still gets like fucking work. He got work as of like twenty four. Oh, twenty fourteen. So now he's out of work finally, which is good. Uh. Yeah, he's so bad. He has no concept of, like... So he's supposed to be, like, the jerk brother who eventually, like... Sure. Like, has a, a good heart and helps his sister out. But all of his deliveries have the wrong emotion behind his tone yeah, of voice. Yeah, yeah, Like, he was, like, real whiny. Well, not even that he was whiny, but, like... Like, if, like, a situation's going awry and he's supposed to be, like, concerned. Like, oh, no, how are we going to get this done? It's, it's going to be more so, like... Like... Surprise, like, oh, man, how are we going to get this done? Like, he doesn't understand how to read his lines in the correct situation. And it was the same problem with Kazam. Yeah. He's just always on the wrong note. And he's such a big part of the movie. Right, right. It's it's really impactful. Like, Martin Short. Way. Like, Martin Short is bad in this. But he's Martin Short. So you forgive him a little bit because they he was hired to be Martin Short. Right. The movie suffers because he's too much of a Martin Short. But I think this movie would be even worse with a replacement. Yes. You know what I mean? Whereas this kid, you get any other fuck, you get any fucking kid, any any fucking other kid. Because Mar Wilson's good. This kid's so bad. He's LVP of the movie. He's definitely LVP. So congratulations, Francis Capra. You're on the multi LVP list now. <laughs> this kid been in like go. five movies. Way to go, bud. Is now joining an esteemed list of people that have gotten more than one LVP in this podcast history. The list is Elijah Wood, David Spade, Keanu Reeves, Jennifer Connelly, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, James Marsden, Sylvester Stallone, Sigourney Weaver, Jennifer Coolidge, Brad Garrett, Judge Reinhold, Corey Feldman, Rebel Wilson, Jason Bateman, and now random-ass Francis Capra. I, I hope I... So, I'm going to look up literally everything else he's done. Uh, a Bronx Tale. What's that? Uh, it's a Robert De Niro movie with Chaz Palminteri. I don't think we have it. Free Willy 2, The Adventure Home. We're good there. He was an SLC punk as young Bob. Um, won't have that. And then the rest of this garbage we don't own. This is all like direct to fucking DVD stuff. Except the Veronica Mars movie, which again we don't have. Um... Yeah, it looks like he was just, uh, yeah, he's just like a, a tattooed punk. These are all of his credits. Juan Restrepo, Mayan Hitman, Vasquez, Pablo Torres, Biker Guy, Miguel Pablo Torres, Japan. Tito Cruz, Donnie Longo, Tough Punk, Ramon, Jesus Rosales. <laughs> like, that is his career. Keep going. That's, I'm, I, that's, I'm basically done. But that was enough. That was like 10. Yeah. I mean, keep getting them checks. Keep getting them checks, buddy. God. I I'm so glad I never have to deal with that kid ever again. <laughs> Until he makes something else. Yeah, I think his career is done. You saw that picture. Look yeah, at it. Yeah, I know. Um, I actually am curious. This came out the summer of 97. This is, like, the wrong movie to reveal, to, to come out in the summer. Oh, like, yeah. Like, this is going to get swallowed up. This made, like, no money. 
this was, I believe, a flop. It was poorly reviewed, so we're also vindicated by... Um, let's see. They made it for they made twenty-eight for million dollars. Somebody's walking around with twenty-seven million dollars in their pocket. Ma- Mara. Uh, it made eight point three at the box office. Oh, the director died. Well, I feel bad. What else did this guy do? Let's just look into. So he did the Bad News Bears and Fletch. Oh God. Well. Did, he probably put a bullet in his head. <laughs> no. Okay. Good. It was cancer. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Also, Sid Scheinberg, who is one is the main producer. Scheinberg's the main producer on this. I don't know. He's just responsible for Jaws, Schindler's List, Jurassic Park. The guy who gave St- Spielberg his shot. We the president make, of Universal. We all make bad decisions. Uh, the production company was the Bubble Factory. When when it came up on the screen, I thought it was going to be like something related to the movie, and I was like, "What the fuck is this horse?" So wait, that's the guy from that's the guy from Universal. Yes. You know how in, this is going to be a callback to an episode we just did a few weeks ago, Mm -hmm. the Back in Time documentary. Yes. He talked about how he got Back to the Future Mm -hmm. and other projects he didn't really want. Yep. This was a project he didn't really want. Probably. Uh, This opened July 11th, 1997. I'm banking on this opening up against, this opened up against Batman and Robin? In that case, it probably should have beat it. (laughs) (laughs) Batman no, we'll I love Batman one. and Robin. Uh, we'll get there when we do that. Am I right? Episode. Oh no, it opened up. It was the second weekend of Men in Black. Oh yeah, this definitely would not have made any fucking money. Oh, Batman and Robin was right out. So, uh, number one, uh, Men in Black, thirty million dollars in its second weekend. Number two, Contact in its premiere. Uh huh. Number three, Face Off. Number four, Hercules. Number five, Hercules, my... the Rock movie. No, the anime. This is nineteen ninety seven. Oh, I don't know. What the year the Disney it is? one. Oh. Uh, number five, My Best Friend's Wedding. Okay. Number six, Out to Sea, which was a um, Walter Matthau, Jack Lemmon uh-huh, comedy. The old, old which had been out for two weeks. Number seven, Batman and Robin. Number eight, Con Air. Number nine, A Simple Wish. It opened at number nine at the box office. Number ten, Lost World Jurassic Park. That's a, a fucking murderer. Summer. I'm not even done. So number 11, Wild America. Yeah, whatever. That's that Devin Sawa, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, man, we watched Girl squirt that. movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, number 10, Speed 2 Cruise Control. Number 11, Liar Liar. Number 14, The Fifth Element. That's a, that's a killer weekend. It's a great weekend. That's, I mean, you can't fault that. And then the following weekend, Men in Black was still number one. George of the Jungle and Nothing to Lose open. A Simple Wish dropped uh, 58% to number 12. So, yeah, so not a... Not a good uh, a good run of it for a simple wish. Um, let's real quick. Uh, we're basically done talking about the movie, right? We've already named MVP and LVP. Yeah, and really we so we have eight more movies to watch on this family favorites pack. Uh, I'll tell you what they are right now. Please. In order of so, I've only seen one, two. I've seen two of them: Cop and a Half and Ghost Dad. Ghost Dad is a Bill Cosby oh, supernatural comedy. That one we could probably wait to watch for a very long time. It's the next one out the box. I was going to say when you're asked, like, what, are, what am I hoping for? I'm like, none of these eight movies. Uh, we got three John Goodman movies on here. Matinee, where I believe he runs, like, it's basically like that, uh, the Majestic movie, where, yeah, he is like a flashy Key West movie theater. King Ralph. <laughs> Uh, where, yeah, he's a lounge singer, he's the next king of England, that'll, that's all kind of kooky. And then The Borrowers. I based, love The Borrowers. Which is based on, a, which I've never it's seen. It's based on a book, which, 
Oh right. my god, my some of my favorite books when I was little. I have them actually for. I want to reread them. and I want to read them with Jillian. Yeah. The Burrowers. The uh, the other three movies that I've not seen but are very uh, notable: Sergeant Bilko, which is a TV remake with Steve Martin, The Wizard with Fred Savage, and Ed, the Matt LeBron, the Matt LeBlanc, monkey baseball movie. Oh yeah. So uh yeah, those all eight can wait. <laughs> um, hopefully we'll find out here in a minute. Anything else on a simple wish? Definitely not. Score it. Uh, you drew it. Yeah, no, you drew it. So you scored first. I scored the last one first. But wrap it up is, I don't know. Our, oh, our first. Um. If you drew it, you drew it first. If you nominate it, the other person does it first. I have my score already, so. I'm going to give this movie a, uh, I'm going to give this movie a one and a half. Wow. I really did not like this movie at that all. That bad. I wasn't going to go that low. I liked it more. Yeah, nah. I liked it more than Turbo Power Rangers movie. Yeah, I did just because... I'd rather see Amy Jo Johnson swim around some biker shorts. Look, you know I'm there. <laughs> but as a movie, I feel like this... Mara Wilson had a good performance. She did. Had, had some good energy to it. That's about as far as I can go. Those two things are better than anything that happened in Turbo Power Man, movie. I feel like I gave it too low of a score. Well, though. it's already done now, so I'm giving I'm giving it a three. I'm not going like huge oh, on okay, it. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought you were talking about it. You were gonna give it like no. a six. No, like, no, 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 no. Are you? Doing? No, it was abysmal. It was not fun to watch. It had a couple shining hopes. What is this? One point. Uh, four point. Uh, four point five. So that's a. 2.25. It's exactly... We did two movie pot. We did two movies today, and I think they got the exact same score. They sure did. Right? Yep. Yep, so two 2.25s back-to-back weeks. Well, next week is in Bruges, so that'll break that, thankfully. But then when we get into Leprechaun, <laughs> that might be the popular score of the year. Simple Wish, a 2.25 in the books. So I'm going to draw our next random movie. This movie will not be watched until the first week of November. So we have a good solid two months until we watch this because we have to watch all eight Leprechaun movies. We have to watch Deep Blue Sea 2. We have a long way to go. I almost drew out of the box of things we've already watched. So <laughs> Please do that. So, uh, And then once this happens, then our holiday season kicks in and things get a little crazy. So I hope this is something nice and simple and good. Anything else that you it, wish? No, it's going to only be... Two of those three things. I'm going to go to the close to the bottom. Right. No, don't peek. I want to peek. Okay, I, I, I know what this is. Oh, God, that doesn't sound promising. I've never seen it before. Oh, God. Have and I, I seen don't, it? I don't believe so, but I don't particularly know what all it entails. The movie is Four Rooms. It is a... What? Anthology black comedy from 1995, co-directed... Uh, it's based on an adult short fiction writings of Raul Dahl. Oh, yeah, I'm there, baby. And it is partially directed by Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino. What? I've, I've never actually seen this before. I only bought it because it is produced by Lawrence Bender and partially directed in segments by Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez. It stars Tim Roth, Antonio Banderas, Jennifer Beals, Paul Calderon, uh, Madonna, Ioni Sky, Marissa Tomei. Amazing! Uh, I'm so excited. Always, it's about a um, it's about a uh, a bella. It's, it's basically the Grand Budapest Hotel. Is what it looks like. <laughs> I'm done. So, uh, so yeah, I've always wanted to watch this, and we finally will. 
Okay. It kind of, I believe it has a good reputation. I'm not positive. Uh, I've never heard of it before. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Hey, it's Tarantino. Uh, do you know The Man from the South? It's a Raul Dahl short story. Um, that's what, uh, I know a lot of them. We have the anthology of Raul Dahl short stories upstairs. That's, what, that's the section that Tarantino... Mm, no, did. that I wouldn't, I wouldn't say. Well, quell your expectations. Cletus went to the reception section. Uh, quote, one of 1995's major disappointments, uh, Madonna won the Razzie for Worst Supporting Actress, and it has a 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. Cool. <laughs> Man, what a roller coaster of emotions on well, you know what? looking forward to Probably this. Probably because it's not based on Rodol's best, uh, best short story. Well. Have, are you familiar with Rodol's short stories? Adult? N- not book? overly. I love his children's books, obviously, like The Witches and... Yeah. James Giant Peach, everything, but um, Royal Jelly is my favorite short story. I think probably of all time. Uh, you should read it if you haven't. Um, but if this was based on that, it'd be completely different. Well, we'll find out in two months. And you're so disappointed that I have to wait two months to watch this disappointing movie. Why do you have to ruin it for yourself? You might like it. Oh, I'm fine. I get to watch eight Leprechaun movies, so I'm I'm straight. I'm good. For a mullet. <laughs> now we got to do the oh, plugs. God damn it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Married in Movies. We encourage you as always go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the network of our shows. That was wrong. That's why I can't do two episodes in one night, folks. Patreon.com slash ArcadeAudio. You can pay to listen to me fuck up words um, along with all the other bonus content in our network of shows. Facebook.com slash MarriedWithMovies at MarriedWMovies on Twitter. MarriedWithMovies at gmail.com um, Yeah, like I said, next week in Bruges. Then after that, we start Leprotober. Then we go to Deep Blue Sea 2, and then we do four rooms. And then, um, after next week's episode, I'll be able to basically tell you the schedule almost for the rest of the year. Because then it's the holidays. Then we got birthday shit for you, for Jillian. We got Christmas shit. We got Hanukkah shit. All kinds of shit. You, what the fuck? I was going to rub your face. You should. You were mean to me earlier. I love you. I love you too. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for this week's episode of Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. Dating with movies is not going to be on the couch. It going to be in the bedroom. Brown. Down. Brown. Down. Down. Brown. Down. Brown. Wow. 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 I'll have to cut that and set that aside as the theme song when it gets there. Okay. Going on, going on dates with movies is what it's called. Going on dates with movies. Going on dates with movies. Okay. And what's going to happen? We're going to talk about movies and... We're going to talk about movies. And what else? Is it? Mm-hmm. You're going to, like, watch the movie, though? Is, like, that, the date is, like, the date going to be, like, y'all are going to, like, watch a movie? Sure. And then I'm going to bombard them with, hey, I have to do a podcast. Are you ready? Talk about this movie. Except the only caveat I'm going to add to that is the first movie that you watch with all of these people has to be Rain Over Me. I was going to say Looper. <laughs> now at last... I find the peace I'm seeking, the peace I've never known. In your thoughts, I'd rather be forever than be with mine alone. Oh, my life is well lost and so meager the Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.